0: reality sets in of oh god the sec schools are making this and the big ten schools are making this and we're making half of that i just think the the volume the cacophony of noise to get out is going to get so loud that it's going to get deafening look if your wife comes to you and tells you she wants to leave you, you 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 tell her no no baby please stay and then when she keeps telling you over and over and over, at some point you realize she's leaving you, and you start to yeah. you start to kind of move on. It's over. And, and 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 yeah, and so that's where we are. I mean, I, I think several of these schools have told the ACC, "Hey, you know, it's not you, it's me. I want out," and yeah. and they're saying, "No, no, please stay. We'll do everything we can to make you stay. We'll, we'll give Wake Forest less to keep." But at some point, they're just going to go, you know, it doesn't work. And you start thinking about what's your next survival. And I think for some of those schools, it's, like you said, it's it's lumping in with schools like Memphis and forming a league so they can all survive together in whatever the landscape looks like. And uh, If you're North Carolina, if you're Virginia, if you're Clemson, if you're maybe Florida State, I'm not sure exactly, but if you're those kinds of schools and you're appealing and the Big Ten might want you or the SEC wants you, at some point you're in that room in the boardroom, and you go, hey, we got to figure out a way to make this work. We, we can't let this opportunity pass us by. Even if we have to pay some sort of massive penalty up front, we'll, we'll figure out a way to pay for it down the road. You'll find a way to rationalize it. I, I think the ACC is dead. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm with you. All right, Neil, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, Jeffrey. Always good talking to you. Neil McCready. When we come back, Chris Harrington has written about Phase 2 of the all-in era for the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll discuss that with him next right here on the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. You ready to get
2: your
3: ride on at Gossett Mitsubishi? Inventory is arriving daily, and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Get seven seats and 27 MPG combined in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. We gossett at 33285 or 469 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. 420 mile total range, 64 combined mpge, and 38 minutes best charging time. We gossett at 449 a month. And you'll always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Outlander 469, Outlander PHEV 449. That's Gus at Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got forty five six forty five MSRP33785, PHEV, PZ043032, MSRP48230. Includes all rebates and incentives. PF695. Excludes tax, title, and license with approved credit See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through end of the month. Dealers stock only.
4: Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every day. If you push for that promotion and even bigger ifs, like if you say I do, if you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, if you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested, let's talk about the if in life. Regents Bank embrace the Life. Regents Bank, member FDIC. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast.
1: Wanna start getting conversational in another language? In as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language.
5: ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas?
1: Babbel, Language for Life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. This is Gary Parrish
5: reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department, Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186.
3: Saturday, June 10th, the Breakers take on your showboats for a Boats Blueout. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. Bring the whole family to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. Make sure to wear showboats blue and get a free rally towel. while supplies last. Into the end zone one! Fantastic seats get you right next to the action for just $10. And the showboats chug right back into this game. Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com.
4: At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales to service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed. In the 2023 Genesis G70, this sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 370. horsepower twin turbo v6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads it's a new beginning for a new generation genesis memphis covington pike 1870 covington pike or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower see dealer for complete details dealer stock only
5: Memphis Million is here
3: at Southland Casino Hotel. Over a million dollars in cash, free play, and prizes are up for grabs now through August 30th. Come to Southland every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 4.30 to 8 p.m. Earn a scratch-off card to win free play, food offers, prizes, and bonus drawing entries. New members earn a free scratch-off card instantly when you sign up. Win your share of $75,000 in cash, free play, and prizes each week. See you at Southland Casino Hotel for the Memphis Million Giveaway. Must be 21+. Play responsibly. For
7: help quitting, call 800-522-4700. WMFS-FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis. Celebrating a legacy of sports. As the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers, say "Play 92.9 ESPN." Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines, the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. Each and every day here on the Jeff Dawkins Show, we welcome Chris Harrington to the program. Let's fire it up. Now, it's Chris Harrington, live on 92.9, discussing the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Memphis Showboats. Get your tickets now. Starting at just $10, go to
1: USFL.com. Chris Harrington joins us now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's
8: uh, Hard Times by Run DMC. from their 1984 debut album. Uh, DMC, a.k.a. Daryl McDaniels, born on this day in 1964, always one of my favorites. I guess I'll send that out to the Memphis Grizzlies embarking on um, a pivotal summer amid uh, controversy and uncertainty of John Morant. His piece is up over at the
1: Daily Memphian. You can go read it now. It is headlined even amidst Morant uncertainty, the Grizzlies all-in era starts this summer. So I've written out a series of questions, somewhat, I'll say, loosely inspired by your column, and and we can kind of talk through it. So this is kind of where I I thought we would start. If you were drawing the off-season plans on a whiteboard, where would you begin? Like, what is kind of the first question for you? Like, what's the starting point?
8: Well, I think it's, I mean, you know, figuring out what's going on with John Morant, but maybe you have to set that aside because I, I don't – I mean, there's just so much we don't know. But I, I think the most important thing is getting clarity on Ja, and, and I'm operating on the assumption. I think everyone's operating on the assumption, myself included, that the Grizzlies are committed to John Morant long-term as part of this franchise. Um, and so everything is based on that assumption. But it's a total dark zone right now, um, you know, about what's going on with him, what 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 the relationship with him and the team, team is, what the league is going to do, and so that sort of that sort of like, um, you know, hovers over everything. But that's not really an off season move. So I don't know if you want to go past that to the next thing.
1: Well, that actually kind of was my you you'd mentioned on the show, and I completely agree with you. John, the length of John Morant's suspension shouldn't impact what they do. Roster-wise, like they should make they should make decisions, you know, more based on April rather than the first half of the right. season. Baked into that, though, wasn't there kind of the expectation of? To me, like, is there a difference between let's say it's a forty-one game suspension? Let's say it's half the season. Does that change the calculus rather than a twenty-game suspension or you know, fifteen to twenty, whatever, whatever the number? I think baked in, it was kind of the we don't think it's going to get to forty-one games.
8: Yeah, I I think it might in the sense that when you're looking at different things you can do this summer, there are going to be some things that you might be able to do that are only only going to impact you this season and some that might impact you for, like, two seasons, three seasons. And I think the longer the Morant suspension, the more you're concerned about being able to maximize the coming season. Um, Like, I'm still still thinking more about April, May than October, November – but the longer the suspension is, the more I'm thinking about a two- or three-year window and not a one-year window, right? And so yeah. let, let's say there's someone available to trade for. Um, I'm just making up a name. Let's say, say DeMar DeRozan is available. Okay. He's 34 years old, and he's only, he's only got one year left on his contract. The degree to which you're interested in that might de- change based on the magnitude of job suspension. But it, let's say O.G. Anobi's available, and he's under contract it, he's not actually under contract that long, but you're, he's someone you're convinced you're going to resign, right? Or let's yeah. say, let's, let's um, you know, pie in the sky, Michael Bridges is available, right? Okay. If it's that kind of player, then I don't care anymore because I'm not just, I mean, it's not just about a season. And and so I think the length of our suspension will impact how willing you are to make moves relative to one year or multiple year impacts,
1: right? How likely in, is it in your mind, that the Grizzlies can pull off the type of trade where it's one of those types of guys, it's the Ananobi. It's like in, in your, in your mind, like on the list of likely scenarios, where does that fall?
8: Um, I think, you know, I'm going to write this next week, but I, I think Ananobi is, to me seems the most reasonable of like the top tier kind of things, depending on what Toronto wants to do. But I don't think, generally speaking, the top tier of things is likely. I think it is more likely that you're, you're, you're looking at someone who is going to be your fourth or fifth leading scorer but is going to fit in better than Dylan Brooks did. Like you're looking for a for, for, for Dylan Brooks who sort of knows who he is kind of player. I think it's more likely you're going to get a starting small forward who's 12 points a game than a starting small forward who's going to sort of push Desmond Bain or Jared Jackson, you know, in terms of the pecking order. You know, I'm not saying you turn down those opportunities. You cycle through those first. But I don't think that's a likely landing spot. I think that's a starting point, but I don't think that's a likely landing spot.
1: How many guys that were in the rotation this year, like at this point it seems like the only thing we know for certain is it seems like Dylan is for sure gone under no circumstances or under, under any circumstances. And we know that Jha's not going to start the year. Beyond that, how many guys do you think that were rotation guys last year that are going to be back this year?
8: Well, it's an interesting sort of situation because they have 14 players under contract. And they have a first-round pick. And they have an open – they have a hole. at their starting small forward that it doesn't seem like you would be comfortable with anyone on the current roster or your your first-round draft pick filling, right? And so if, if you're able – to, and so this idea, let's say you use your mid-level exception to sign a player, well, somebody's got to go at that point. And they are not, now that they bought out Kennedy Chandler, which was not pleasant because you give, just give them like a multi-year, three-year contract, yeah. but now there's no one else you would feel good about buying out. Like, literally, if you, if you find yourself, and the Grizzlies have done this multiple years in a row at this point, you look up and you have, you have too many players, you just have to eat a salary. It's one thing to eat Killian, a Killian Tilly salary yeah. or, 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 or whatever. Like, on this roster, who is, that? who is that? Like, I don't even know who that would be if you're forced into that situation. Like, you could you say John Conchar, he has a three-year extension that hasn't even started yet, that won't start for another year. You know, you, you just did first-round picks on Moravia on and, and, and Roddy. Are um, you going to get in a situation? And, and, and I, I don't think you want to give up a draft pick to get someone to take a player. So I think they're in a really sort of tight situation where it feels like they need to add a veteran player, at least one veteran player, to what they already have. But they're already capped out on roster spots. And so can, 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 you, can you make the kind of move that's going to that's gonna alleviate that concern while also meeting your, you know, meeting, your, meeting your need in terms of adding a player?
1: Can you walk me through the decision process to buy out a guy? Does it start when you just can't find a trade partner?
8: Yeah, yeah, I think that's – it um, It depends on sort of when it happens, right, and how much
1: – Yeah, like, obviously with Kennedy, at the end of the year, you, you lose another big. You've, like, they had to make the – they had to bring up Lofton, so, like, you understand with Ken-
8: that. With, with Kennedy – I mean, and you get into technical terms. A wave – it actually wasn't a buyout. They cut him, right? Yeah. they were. A, yeah. a buyout is something you negotiate. Um, a cut is, like, you just waive the guy, but he's got a guaranteed contract, so you owe him the money. I think with the Kenny Chandler situation, the hope was that another team would pick him up. So you waive a player, they, they, they quote-unquote go through waivers. Another team can pick him up and just take on the contract. In that situation, I think they were hoping someone was going to take on the contract, and no one did. Um, I think when you get into situations like in training camp where you have too many players, at that point you're looking for trades to help you sort things out. And the, the wave and or buyout is sort of like, you know, the last ditch thing, the last, you know, the last last exit, you know, on the interstate that you have to take if you can't find anything else. And so, you know, the team certainly doesn't want to find themselves in that situation on this roster. Um, but they are in danger of getting there, you know, because it feels like they do need to add a veteran. But adding a veteran would put them with their first round pick at 16 players for 15 spots.
1: Do they have a crowding problem? Do they have a what problem? A crowding problem? Because like, the more yeah, I, think I think about I, it, like, like, honestly, when you were saying, okay, like, who were the guys that you would try to, you know, if you're doing it from the bottom up, okay, Konchar is the next guy that you'd talk about Zaire? And it's like, I feel like they're pot committed to trying to see if it can work, but at the same time, like, I don't know, maybe that's probably the
8: route I'd go. Well, and then you have Lawton, who's clearly the you know uh, you know the 14th veterans under contract. He's the 14th guy, but you literally just signed him. Like and
1: Kleiman, I felt like went out of his way at exit meetings to be like, don't right. sleep on him.
8: I think there's been a little bit of a problem, and this is a metaphor I used in the column related to last year's draft. There's been a little bit of a like buffet line problem where you load your plate yeah. and then you you get to the table and you have too much food to digest, right? I think that's what they did at the play but in, in, in the draft last year where, you know, you, you get excited about these guys because you're like all these guys. So you load up your plate, and suddenly at the end of the night, you look at your plate, and you got Jake LaRavia and David Roddy and and Kennedy Chandler and Vince Williams Jr. and Kenneth Lofton. And, like, I, you know, and then how do you manage all of it? And so I think they have not totally alleviated that problem. Um, if they were in a position where they felt comfortable that, like, you know, Zaire Williams or Jake LaRavia or David Roddy was going to step up and be their starting small forward, then it's not as much of an issue. But you're in a situation where you where your your wish, presumably, is to add someone above them to be the small forward, and then you have this crowd you have to, you have to deal with below them. Yeah.
1: I am not stumping for Vegas Vacation. I understand it is the most inferior of the actual Vacation movies. But I will be clear, when – Randy Quaid tells Clark, this is an all-you-can-eat buffet. We only get one plate. I stand for that scene. That that was that was an, an unbelievable line. And and to me, like that's that's where they are. The other thing that started striking me, because I, I had a friend ask me this yesterday and I was like, I don't know, I'll ask Harrington. Is the CBA, the new CBA, if you there's always gonna be unintended consequences and there's always a, well, I don't know, we'll have to see how it plays out. Do you feel like, from your understanding at this point, is it, is it better or worse for small market teams as they try to compete?
8: Oh, I think, I think that's a hard thing. I think, A, it hasn't you know, began, begun yet, and I think it, has, not, it hasn't even been fully disseminated. So I think people trying to get their heads around that. Yeah. I, what, what, it, what it is meant to do, it seems, is to tighten the spending gap. Um, between – like right now you have the Warriors and Clippers who have payrolls. Once you add luxury tax, it's almost – I'm making up numbers, but it's like a $200 million difference with what they're actually spending yeah. versus what a team like the Grizzlies is spending. And so you're trying to mostly push down at the top and then push up at the bottom a little bit and create a little bit more of an even even, an even territory for, um, for for teams. And so in that sense, it seems designed to make it better – for the smaller markets, the lower spending teams, but to your point, I, I don't think I don't think we know the effect it's going to have until we really get into it and see sort of where things go. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, because to me, it's like okay, on the
1: one hand, on the one hand, it feels like they're going to try to prevent teams like Golden State from just getting, saying screw it, we don't care about the tax, we're making so much money we're just going to keep doing this. But on the other hand, like I can foresee a situation. You tell me whether or not uh, uh, my understanding is correct. Is it possible Jaron Jackson can kind of become odd man out because of the timing of the, when he signed his extension, when he would be due for his next extension, that it does seem like it's going to be harder and harder to just, even if you have bird rights and whatnot, it seems like it's going to be harder and harder to pay like three guys, you know, near max level contracts.
8: Yeah, that, I mean that applies. That applies to to everybody, all teams. But that is, and that's sort of one of the points. I mean, that's sort of one of the points of the column I wrote today is, I, I I think about it in terms of like player player contracts, right? And so this past period has been with John Morant, Desmond Baines, Jaron Jackson Jr. This looking backwards, this has been the period of their rookie contracts. And so you have players in their early twenties on these rookie deals, and if you if you go forward a few years further down the line, you'll get to where they're on their third contract and they're in their late 20s. Um, in the in the first sort of iteration, they're affordable, but they're too young to win big. Yep. And in that in that iteration down the road, when they're in their late 20s, that's mean, be the ideal to win big. But at that point, can you afford to still have all three of them? And that's why I think the period that they're entering right now may be the most important period because – Going to, they're going to be mid 20s on their second contracts. Uh, to me, you're now old enough to win. Once you once you get the third year of that, the last year of the deal, their their collective age is going to be like Jokic and Murphy and you know Paul Gordon, the Denver guy this season, right? Once you get the third year of that, so you're going to be old enough over the course of the second phase where they're on their second contracts, but they're still going to be affordable enough that you can keep them together and build a team around them. It's sort of the sweet spot. And Jaron's contract will end first. It first, It's going to end first. Yep. And after it ends, where you get to the unknown. Because Jaron's deal is such that they're not going to be able if – he, if, if he's on the same trajectory he's on as a player, they're not going to be able to, to lock him in on an extension. He's going to have to go into free agency. And that doesn't mean you can't re-sign him in free agency. But to your point, at that stage, you're going to have Bain on a big deal and Morant on a big deal. And now Jared is looking at a much bigger deal with other free teams trying to sign him. Can you keep it together at that point? I'm not saying you can't, but to me, that's a real unknown. And that's why I look at the next three seasons as sort of what I call in phase two as a real important period, sort of an all in period for the team, because I don't know if you're going to get the next one. You got these three years, we're going to have all three of these guys together on bigger contracts, but still manageable contracts. And this is like the time to try to win big with these guys because I don't know if you're going to be able to keep it together after those three seasons. You might, but you, it's, it is not guaranteed.
1: So mechanically, the Grizzlies cannot extend Jaron before he would hit free agency. Do I? Am no, I
8: mechan, mechanically? They can. Realistically, they can't because. So it'd be like the Dylan. Contract. It'd be
1: like the Dylan situation where
8: they. It'd be like yes. It'll be like it'll it'll be like the Dylan situation uh, in the sense that. His contract will be so low that what you're allowed to extend off of it won't be high enough for him to sign it if he's on this trajectory. Now, the NBA has changed. This is a new rule change in the CBA. In the Dillon situation, the most you could get him was a 20% raise over the last year, which now, after the postseason he had, looks like something maybe he should have done, but too late now. Um, they've changed that to a 40% bump. So 40% bump is a lot, but the problem is they signed Jaron – to what was sort of a bargain deal because they, were, they yeah. were factoring in, basically they got a discount because of all the injury stuff he was dealing with, and they structured it to decline. So Jaron's contract goes down, and it's going to go down to the point, it's going to go down, his contract's going to go down year by year as the cap goes up year by year. So there's going to be this gulf, this split between, between his contract and the salary cap, and it's going to be such a gulf by that point that if he is still an all-star level player at age 26, his market value is going to exceed that 40% raise. And so it's it's unlikely you'll be able to extend it. Oh, no.
1: We lost lost Chris. Let's see if we can get him back for – because there's a couple more things that I did want to discuss with him. Let's see if we can get him back. This is good live radio. By yourself. Always the best. Let's see. Fingers crossed. I hate our new phones. Chris, are you there?
8: Yes, Chris. Chris Harrington?
1: Nope, that was Chris. Fortunately, I think I got it before. I think I got it before uh, we would hear his number. All right, so we will go ahead and wrap there. We, of course, have. We still have Chris for the rest of the week, so we'll get into a few other questions. But, again, you can go read his piece over at the Daily Memphian right now. Even amidst Morant uncertainty, Grizzlies all-in era starts this summer. Lots of good stuff to get to. We'll discuss more about that, including Desmond Bain's contract when he uh, joins us tomorrow and or Friday. But when we come back, Sam Hardiman of the Daily Memphian is going to join us. He has written about the mayor race. He also went to Jerry Snow cones for the first time. we got to find out how he's feeling about that. We'll get into all that, some local news with Sam when we come back, right here on the Jeff Cawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode
9: is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
3: Get ready to command the road in a new ride from Gossett Kia on the Pike. Go the road less traveled in 2023 Kia Seltos LX. 263 a month, twenty nine ninety nine dollars to its signing. 2023 Kia Sportage LX. 288 a month, thirty four ninety nine dollars to its signing. And 2023 World Performance Car. 2023 Kia EV6 Wind. EPA estimated range 310 miles. $4.99 a month, $49.99 to its signing. All 36-month leases. Plus Kia's 10-year, 100,000 mile. Powertrain Limited warranty. That's Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Biker Shop 24 7 at KiaCovingtonBike.com. Ask for Bobby J. He'll put you in a new Kia today. If you want it, we got today acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, Seltos p seven forty five eighty three seventy eight 8378 MSRP 23996, Sportage P7173696, MSRP 27077, EV6 P5105073, MSRP 49965, includes all rebates and incentives, must Hyundai, excludes tax on a license with a proof credit, see dealer for complete details, offer valid through five thirty one twenty three. dealer stock only, warranties, a limited powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details.
5: Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. 867-SAVE 867-7283 on the web. Rookinsurance.com
2: sale is back at Sissy's Log Cabin. This is your one chance to save up to 65% on the very best in fine jewelry. Shop in-store or online at sissy'slogcabin.com for prices you won't see anywhere else all while enjoying our extraordinary service, selection, and experience. But hurry, May sale ends May 31st. Shop the lowest prices of the year while you still can, only at Sissy's Log Cabin, because life's too short for ordinary jewelry.
9: It's the season of celebrations, graduations, and now what's coming up? Father's Day is coming up. Listen, whether you have a grad in your life, or whether you've got a father in your life, or a father-in-law in your life, or... Anyone in your life who needs celebrating, I would recommend Bounty on Broad. There are great restaurants all over this city. There are high-end restaurants all over this city. They're not restaurants that have as good fried oysters as Bounty on Broad, but there are excellent restaurants all over the city. But Bounty on Broad is particularly nice because it has this fantastic celebratory vibe. It's a great restaurant and it's fun. Honestly, you walk into the place, you just feel better. Uh, plus, let me listen. We know on Wednesdays there's. Bottles and glasses of wine are half price on Wine wine Down Wednesdays. But any day is a day to take the dad in your life or the grad in your life and celebrate with friends, family, at a beautiful restaurant, and a fun vibe. Get the fried oysters, best fried oysters I have ever had in my life. 410-813-1410-813-2519, brought out.
5: Zaxby's new Chicken Bacon Ranch Loaded Fries are a delicious combination of all your favorite ingredients. We start with a bed of perfectly seasoned crinkle fries, then layer on crispy, hand-breaded, 12-hour marinated chicken, savory, hardwood-smoked bacon, a drizzle of creamy buttermilk ranch dressing, and finish it off with a shredded cheddar blend. Plenty to share, but why would you? Chicken, bacon, ranch, loaded fries.
6: Woo, saucy! Zaxby's. It's game on at Samstown Hotel and Gambling Hall, Tunica. Win big in our sportsbook where you can join us on Saturday, June 10th to watch all the action in UFC 289. Win with your taste buds when you dine in one of our food venues, including our newest Willie and Jose's. You can try traditional Mexican dishes along with making your own burritos, tacos, and bowls. Be a winner any way you play and any time you stay. Only at Sam's Town Tunica. See Boyd Rewards for full details. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 777 9696. Did you know you can get someone
0: to shop for you? Stitch Fix really gets me in what I need. Even better, they save me a trip to the mall. It's easy. I share my style, size, and budget, and they do the shopping for me. Stitch Fix sends me things that fit and make me feel like a more stylish version of myself. I keep what works and send back the rest. No subscription required, no commitment,
9: just my style. Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com/radio. With summer savings at The Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. Fit your space, fit your needs, and fit your budget. Like a new LG laundry set with six motion technology. Using different wash motions to get clothes cleaner. And sensor dry to automatically adjust drying time. All making laundry quicker, cleaner, and easier on your clothes. Save up to 30% on select appliances. Plus up to $100 off select laundry sets at The Home Depot. Pricing valid May 18th through June 7th, 2023. U.S. only. See store online for details. Anywhere fans go to cheer on their team, there are behind-the-scenes MVPs, ensuring everything is game-day ready. We see you, Joe, fixing
3: seats so every fan can enjoy every game. And Allie, who keeps her stadium running smoothly from the
9: moment the first game starts Hi. to the last play of the season. At Granger, you're our MVPs, and we're always here for you, with supplies and solutions for every industry and 24-7 customer support. Call, click or just stop by
3: Granger for the
7: ones who get it done. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines, the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest
1: host, Jeffrey Wright. Sam Hardiman is an enterprise and investigative reporter for the Daily Memphian, Memphian focuses on local government and politics. <laughs> joined us last Wednesday, he's going to join us regularly here on Wednesday, made his first trip yesterday to Jerry Snow Cones. Sam, I guess let's start there. What's the review?
2: Um, supreme is the way to go. Twitter and uh, the masses weren't wrong there. I appreciate all the crowdsourcing that I was able to do. Uh, it was really helpful. It made me look at a pretty sparse menu and understand what I was looking at there. Um, I'm not wedded to Mango is okay. my second, you know, sort of takeaway here is I'm willing to try other things. Like, it's like kind of like you went on a first date with Mango Supreme. Yeah. And, you know, it was fine and you might do it again. But you, you do want to see what else what else is out there. And that's yeah. kind of my take. What do you get when you're there? So What's I'm your order? I'm pretty boring. I with
1: snow cones, like I just usually go like watermelon and banana, and I get that's probably weird. Sometimes I like strawberry banana. I do. I know Jeff's an advocate of not getting the the cream on top, but I'm like, why why are you here? Like you can go to any other snow cone shop. Like that's that's the differentiating factor for me.
2: Right. Yeah. That was like a weird take. You know, I know this is a show, and I'm, no, no I mean here. it's
1: it's 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 one of the ones where I get what he means, but it's like you can just go to like any snow cone place. Like the, to me, it's you know, it's going to you know, it's going to Skyline Chili and say like, I want the burger. Like you know what I mean? Like you you can dislike Skyline Chili, but it's like that's what you're there for. You're there for the chili mac. You're there for the dogs. Like it, like that's why you went there.
2: Yeah. How, how many times a year is it appropriate to go to Jerry's? Like, how many times a year do you go?
1: Oh, God. I'm going to say probably two. And, I mean, I think the real question is how many times can you get away with going to Jerry's? Like, when I was in high school, I could go every week, and it's no big deal. Well, now the metabolism doesn't exactly function like it should. And... You know, you just can't get away with it as much. I feel like during summer months, you go once a month, I think you're probably in the clear. So what, what, would, we, what, what would you classify, as, as a Northeasterner, what would you classify? How many summer months do you think we
2: have? See, that that's a great question because my whole clock has really struggled with the South. Because as a Northeasterner, summer just started on Memorial Day weekend and it ends on Labor Day weekend. Like that's I'm from Rhode Island. Like that's literally when the state economy gets all of its GDP. Okay, Correct. it's a tourist place. So that's just how my brain works and like Rhode Island is pretty dark and bleak for like 5 months of the year. In Memphis, Tennessee, I feel like summer starts in mid-May and ends October 1st.
1: Yeah, and, and honestly like, you know, it feels like it's even getting long I not a conspiracy theory guy, but I saw one about the calendar getting screwed up, and so it does feel to me as someone who grew up here, it feels like the the oppressive summer heat is starting later. But I also feel like we're it's staying warmer longer, and so I was like, eh, I don't know if it's coincidental or whatever. Like that's that's one that at least I could acknowledge. I feel like we have six months where it's 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 okay, maybe maybe seven. And you're kind of pushing based on the year, like you know, maybe, maybe you can push it to eight.
2: Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm not gonna lie, I broke out the tums yesterday. Oh yeah, no, I I I don't leave.
1: Are you a Costco member? No. Okay. No. The, there's like a there's I have like these three packs of like whatever Kirkland signature uh uh one of, one of the over the counter ones. Uh right. I don't leave home without it.
4: Yeah,
2: I'm I'm getting there. Like I I've been kind of, you know, Mr. Teflon tummy for most of my life. And just this past, you know, year year and a half, I've been wearing out the tums and, you know, there might be a car, there might be a car stash coming soon. Yeah. Now
1: oh, oh, I 100%. The the whatever the Kirkland signature tums, like I just keep that in the car, but I've now gone to, like I've now I've now graduated to like the pill, the twenty four, the twenty four hour pill. Like that's what it, it. That was the hardest part about turning thirty is like I can't eat anymore.
2: Yeah, that that. Have you talked to somebody about
6: that?
1: Uh, my wife wants me to, but uh, I'm a big. Uh, I know when I need to go to the doctor. You know, it's one of those ones where, I, eh, the, the, until until the pill stops working, I feel like uh, I'm just gonna keep risking it. My lifestyle choices are not recommended. I would say that. Probably not. I'm curious about this. So you had mentioned in our, in our text yesterday, a signature, of, a signature of the Memphis food scene is if the place doesn't look great aesthetically, there's usually good food there. Coming from the Northeast, you've now been here a few years. What are some of the places that have surprised you the most to eat at?
2: Surprise me? Um, how, in terms of just how good they were or surprise you and like, okay,
1: maybe they don't work their way into the regular rotation, but, um, if
2: someone suggests eating there, you're like, let's do it. That's a, that's a great question. Um, so I'm going to maybe have a controversial take. Go on. That, that that the the listenership is not going to like, but come to the right place. Um, you know, I, I, I don't like seek it out. But as, like, fast food joints go, the, the thing I have loved the most about moving to the South, and I've now been here five, five years and lived in Oklahoma three years before that, is just the, the middle tier of, like, fast food or fast casual, it's a whole other world down here. And, and just the fact that there's a local Tops, it's just like a regular chain. Yeah. It's not even like, the elite barbecue tier, respectfully, Tops and they're decent, that's pretty incredible to me. Like, you can go, and you can get, like, a sandwich for, like, eight bucks, and it's a real sandwich. Oh, my goodness.
6: Yeah. There's, some,
1: Top, there's that. Tops, you, I'll give you a controversial take. We're known for barbecue. I think we're a better wing town than we are a barbecue town. That's
2: accurate. That's accurate. Yeah, The Crumpies is
6: excellent.
1: Crumpy's is know. excellent. Ching's is excellent. Guru's excellent. I, like, by my house, I have All Star. I love All Star. Like, I... I think the average wing is better here than the average barbecue sandwich.
2: That's also fair. And and I think the spices are, like, unique. And you really need to learn how to eat hot in this town. If you can't eat hot, you're not experiencing the full Memphis.
1: Yeah, the only thing, like, I think, weirdly, I think I've said this on the radio. For a town that has a strong Italian presence, I think we're a, a sucky. Italian town, and I think our Asians lacking. Like I don't even know where you like. I love Thai food. Like I, there's like two Thai places, and there's like nowhere that like I would think like I'm gonna go out of my way to go there. And like those are those are like the two that I feel like we could be better.
2: Yeah, the the Italian is is lacking as coming from a place where that's probably beyond seafood the strengths. Right. Yeah, definitely lacking in this town.
1: For All, sure. right. All right. Speaking of tops, Memphis institutions—is Willie Harrington going to do this again?
2: Um, <laughs> he's got a real chance. And if we were, you know, placing betting odds here on the first day of June, which I believe it is
1: thirty-first, so
2: tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, t- so we're not even in June yet. Correct. Okay, still I, in May. I'm anyway, yes, Willie Harrington, former Mayor Willie Harrington is probably the front-runner in the election if you were to have it today or close to it. He's definitely in the top tier. And, and, and that's just in terms of polling data. This isn't Sam Hardiman making it up. No, 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 there yes. Are couple, there are a couple of polls. There's one out there. There's one that's probably about to come out there. And they all show him at or near the top. And then also you can look at recent election results. Four years ago at 79 years old, he got 29% of the vote against the guy who raised five times more money than he did in Memphis Mayor Jeff Strickland. You can read about this on DailyMemphian.com today. Um, and it's, it's up on our website. But, yeah, th- there is a real chance here, Jeffrey. Absolutely.
1: How much of this is name recognition? Because not only is it, does he have a recognizable name, you now have this massively crowded field. And this has been kind of my observation. You can tell me whether or not like, I'm, I'm off base. It feels to me a lot like the 2016 Republican nomination process where you have just so many people that are involved like they're all kind of splitting a vote and then you have one monster and that kind of clears the path. Like is that a is that a fair like comp for for what we're seeing with the mayor race? Actually from a contest
2: perspective, right? You yes, know, we're right. not talking about rhetoric, we're not talking about politics here yeah. from a from, from how the game is being played, that's a great comp. Because the, what you can win the office of mayor in this town with a plurality, okay? Which means you just need to get one more vote than the other guy. And so Willie Harrington has by far the highest name recognition, right? And for for, for many people, like, growing up in this town, he was the only mayor. I mean, Jeffrey, you were born in, what, 92? 88.
6: Right? It's Okay.
2: It,
1: so it went for but, me like the only one I like it literally starts with with Willie Harrington then uh uh let's see Harrington and then I'm blanking. He was the county mayor
2: uh, AC Wort. Yeah. Then but you were you yeah. were going to prom by the time AC Wharton was mayor. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's that that's that's what I'm talking about here. Yes. Is is that for a whole generation of people. Willie Harrington was just mayor their entire lives, essentially, for a significant portion of it, and and so he has this built-in name recognition. And he has this loyal following. Of he got 29 percent of the vote and really didn't campaign that much four years ago. If he gets 23, 24 percent of the vote this time around, there's a real path there.
1: Who is Willie Harrington, the candidate in 2023?
2: that's a that's a great question i think willie harrington and you can read this piece again at dailymemphian.com and if you were at a um, a campaign event he had last thursday night right before the holiday willie harrington sounded a lot like memphis mayor jim strickland and they, they aren't common copies of each other and uh, you know the, the comparison only goes so far but willie harrington is talking about issues with bail with people getting out on bail and committing more crimes which is you know, largely there have been some very high profile examples, including, you know, with the, sh- the guy accused of the Hewish shooting, Mr. Harris. And there's the, that conversation happening in the community, and it just shows Willie Harrington's continued pulse on the community. Willie Harrington really has, a, has an idea of how Memphians think about their city, and that comes from being a person of the city for a really long time. And so that's Willie Harrington as what Canada does. He is talking about tough on crime. He is talking about police reform. At the same time, he is opposing, and, and it was notable, he opposed some recent police reform measures that passed the Memphis City Council. At the same time, he's calling for it in the wake of Tyree Nichols. So Willie Harrington is really able to walk this interesting tightrope. And it just shows how honestly skilled politically he is still at age 83. And so that, that's who he, he sounds like. Willie Harrington with a dose of Jim Strickland. Is this field going to thin out? It's, it's certainly possible. You know, there's a possibility. I mean, you, you don't have to file a petition just because you've said you're running for mayor. Right. Right. And, and I think that there is, you know, I talk to people, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people every day. I've asked some campaigns, um, quite frankly, like what they're, what they think their is, Right. And, you know, I think we could see that at the same time. People run for office because they genuinely have a belief that they can make a difference and that they can win. And so I'm not sure yet. I think, I think we're probably going to have a really crowded race still. And, I, and I, would, I would bet on it being a very crowded race going forward.
1: Why do you think Willie still wants to run?
2: You know, I, I think i got to ask him that question better than I have. Um, but I, I, think in the same way, you know, I asked him this question when I was working for the commercial appeal in 2019 is I, I think he, a loves the job of mayor yeah. in, in the light. And I think he is a public figure and in, in a very much the same way as an athlete. I think when you're a public figure and you're no longer in the public light, there's maybe some, empty there, yeah, they're, right?
1: they're still, I don't think it's definitely fair to say like you long for that moment again.
2: Yeah, you long for that moment again, and I also think that Willie Harrington believes, and I think you could see it in his speech last week, that he can genuinely that his vision for the city of Memphis, you know, and that his leadership, right? Because he's really kind of calling people to the cult of Willie Harrington. I'm not saying it's a cult, but more that cult of personality, right? Yes, his for leadership. sure. And 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 I think that that. I think that's what's calling him in these moments, I think. And he looked, I, I and I'll, I'll probably write this at some point, so I'm probably wasting it here. But he was waiting outside the ballroom at uh, the Holiday Inn last week. The one by the campus. Coming in, Willie Harrington is. And it, it's just him out there. And everyone's waiting for him. He's getting introduced. And he was just kind of danced to the balls of his feet. And his eyes were really, really excited. And it, it really looks like a guy about to come out. He's a former boxer, but really an athlete about to run onto the court. And he just looked pumped up. And when I observed him four years ago, he looked a lot less pumped up. And I, I think that's interesting. I think he really thinks he sees a path here. And I think he's really engaged. And we'll see if that, that persists throughout the summer. Who's his biggest threat? Biggest threat? I, I, I I would say right now the early polling data again, you know, which is not perfect polling data by any means, but it is a snapshot. If we've, learned, if that,
1: we've learned anything in political science the last ten years, it's it, data is not necessarily wrong, but you know what I mean. Like it, it's, we, I think we've learned like it's not the gospel.
2: Right, it's not the gospel. It, it, it's giving you maybe a look, but not really the full look behind the curtain. Sure, I, I think I think you know former Shelby County Commissioner Van Turner. I think Shelby County Sheriff, Floyd Bonner, they've consistently been near the top of the field with Willie Harrington. And they were the two that had the residency issue. And quite frankly, for Turner, he used every time a television camera went near that courtroom, or not every time, but several of them, to get on TV and to talk about his message for the city. And so he used that as earned media. And so I think those two, and I think um, downtown Memphis CEO, Paul Young, who just had his campaign uh, headquarters opening this past weekend. You can check out my colleague Bill Dries' article about that at the Daily Memphian. Um, he is, he's definitely done really well on fundraising, and he's had really low name ID to start the race. And so it's going to be interesting if he can really capitalize and move himself up to that top. Because Because right now I think it's those three guys, Turner, Harrington, and Bonner, and then Young, is sort of leading that second tier of candidates if are they going to jump in and make it a really, really tight race? Because there's just what the polls really say is there is a tremendous amount of undecided. Like as much as 30, 40% of people have no clue who they're supporting yet. And that's really significant.
1: If you're Harrington's campaign manager, are you hoping the field stays crowded?
2: I think if you're anybody in this race, your path to viability probably is is, you know, Willie Harrington definitely has the best chance if it's a crowded field because if he has a built-in base of support that's maybe not going to grow much bigger yeah. than what last time what isn't going to get much smaller you are if it's crowded and there are three four or five candidates that are going to pull greater than 10 percent of the vote your odds feel pretty good right at the same time that also opens up a rate or somebody else if they can accumulate some momentum doesn't have that high of a barrier to get, to get to one more vote than Willie Harrington. Right. So it's, it's yes. And there's a double edged sword there.
1: Isn't it funny how to me, it's almost like, I'm just talking about from the race, the race perspective, not, or the contest perspective, if you will, rather than, you know, each candidate, it feels like the local contest is reflective of where we are, like in American politics. It feels like it's a lot of, you know, it's crowded fields. It's, recycled candidates and it's like here we are again I, to me like that's that's just kind of you know from an you know just from an observation perspective that's that's kind of how I see
2: it I I can see how you would get to that observation Jeffrey I don't think I agree with you I think and I'm not trying to smoke anybody's butt here but I think in Van Turner and in Paul Young and Michelle McKissick for that matter uh, the Memphis uh, Shelby County Schools board member who's also running you have a a new generation of, of politician here, like, you know, that's millennial or, or kind of old gen X. I'm not trying to date anybody here, but is in is sort of moving into, you know, prominence, right? Because, you know, if Van Turner or Paul Young doesn't get elected mayor or Michelle McKissick, that, that's probably not the last time the city of Memphis hears from them. Right. And so I, I think you are actually seeing in Memphis and, and less so maybe in national politics, but definitely in Memphis, you are seeing a, not a changing of the guard, but the new generation coming up. And that's one of the big knocks on Willie Harrington. He's answered this in profiles and interviews with media over the years is Willie Harrington, you know, had a long time in power and no one came up behind him. Right. Yeah. And there wasn't and a successor. So yeah. I think, I think in the vacuum that has been, you know, Memphis politics, I think we now have a, a new group of people who are, who are coming up behind. Um, and, and that's uh and you see it on the Memphis City Council too, with you know Michael Easter Thomas, with J.B. Smiley, with Chase Carlisle, right? Yeah. Like those are those are young politicians that are probably going to be around or in factors in this town for quite a bit.
1: Sam, we really appreciate, it, buddy. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Sam Hardeman of the Daily Memphian. We come back to one story you've been waiting for. Stick around and listen to the Jeff Calkin Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN.
2: Talking to Kendrick Davis, former Memphis Tiger point guard. Here. I'm a different breed, man. I just wanted to come to Memphis. Part of it was like 60% was penny. Like 30% was dead. Wow. And like 10% was NIA. I, like, I didn't really
8: care about the money, bro. You'll get the money.
7: Memphis is home of the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from
9: 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. 92.9 FM, ESPN. Really good news from our friends at Service Master by Cornerstone. Recently named the number one, that is right, the number one, top of the top franchise of the year, Uh, meaning for all the Service Master, all the folks who are rescuing people all over the country, these folks, Service Master by Cornerstone, were the best. Absolutely the top. Of course, you knew that. I've been telling you about Service Master by Cornerstone for a long time now. It's not always obvious what you do when disaster strikes, when wind hits, or water. Pipes burst, or you got mold issues, or whatever it is, uh, it should be by now. It's Service Master by Cornerstone. Locally owned, locally operated, they've got a 24 hour uh, phone line. They work with every insurance company. All you got to do, if disaster does strike, is call 901 Respond. It's 901 Respond. And you will get, that's right, the number one Service Master franchise in the country to help you out of your fix. It's Service Master by Cornerstone, 901 Respond. You ready to get your ride
3: on at Gossett Mitsubishi? Inventory is arriving daily, and we're ready to put you on a new ride today. Get seven seats and 27 MPG combined in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. We gossett at 33285 or 469 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. 420 mile total range, 64 combined mpge, and 38 minutes best charging time. We gossett at 449 a month. And you'll always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Outlander 469, Outlander PHEV 449. That's Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want we be Gosset and Gosset Motor monaco lender PZO 45645 MSRP 33785 PHEV PZO 43032 MSRP 48230 includes all rebates and incentives PF695 excludes tax title and license with approved credits See dealer for complete details offer valid through end of the month dealer stock only
10: Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm this story is called the ugly truth about timeshare if you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare you need my help hello I'm Chuck McDowell CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group 10 years ago I started helping folks cancel their timeshare and in the process started what's now called the timeshare sure cancellation industry time sure is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost
6: Nine eight one forty four fifty five eight 981 4455 Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second-chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics. And at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people.
4: Mom, we're out of potato chips teenagers They'll eat you out of house and home, kind of like health insurance, which can take a big bite out of the family budget. Fortunately, with Farm Bureau Health Plan's Core Choice coverage, we can save $3,600 a year compared to the leading competitor. And we've got better coverage with a lower premium, lower deductible, free telehealth visits, and access to one of the largest networks available. Can we order pizza? Uh, Visit FBHP.com or your local Farm Bureau office today.
1: Well, it was a loaded show, and we ran out of time, so we won't be getting to the one story that you've been waiting for, but we will tell you what's coming up next. Here's what's coming up next. Here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Team, Tad, or Team Thad Program Director Norton Hurd joins the guys during the first hour. Mark will join them as well. David Cobb's going to join us today on Giannato and Jeffrey. Of course, we got the Game Coon Show with Connor Dunning. From 4 until 7. My thanks to Neil McCready. My thanks to Chris Harrington as well as Sam Hardiman for joining the program. We'll try to do better tomorrow. However, for now, our work here is done. WMFS-FM and hd one Bartlett.
7: WMFS-Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers
9: talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers, say Play 92.9 ESPN. Got a word of advice for everybody on Father's Day, and that is call, I guess that's two words, but hey, listen, I'm a dad. I'm a dad of 3. And uh, and I would tell them all the same thing. If they are wondering what to get me, just head on in at Ocall. And that goes for the dad in your life as well. Listen, you walk in there to Ocall, they will point you to the right uh choices. Not only that, they they may well know your dad or you can get a gift card uh, and your dad can go in and pick something out himself. It is Ocall, beautiful clothes, helpful people, and here's the thing. When you get a Really nice piece of clothing. It's a joy every time you pull it out of your closet and put it on. And not only that, every time you put it on, you think about the person who gave it to you. Um, and so for this Father's Day, don't botch it. Don't get it wrong. Easy to botch it, but easy to get it right. Just go on in and see our friends from call.
4: Hey Brad, I thought you had a date tonight. Hey mom, she just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? Well, everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bedsheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster? Oh, honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi.
2: Yeah. In the meantime, can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place?
4: Sorry, baby date night's still on for one of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now. New customers can get 75 megabit Xfinity internet and one line of unlimited intro for just $50 a month for 12 months. Now through June 21st. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may vary.
9: To go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309 1333. 309 located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit smile Get in zone, Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs, but the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more, and you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix